Alright, I'm ready. Wow. Alright. Wait, wait. Alright, let's go. What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode two of the What's the Play podcast. So, we are recording this, what, 20, 30 minutes after game four? So, we're going to get right into it. Start with Jalen. Um, what's what's your biggest takeaway from game four? This past game? Oh, it's over. It'll be done. That's all I got to say. You cook. Robert, Robert Williams need cook. Jalen uh, Brown's. Jenna Brown's handle cook. Jenna Tatum's game cook. Uh, Stephen Curry was cooking. That's all I got. Okay. My biggest takeaway, Jason Tatum is not him. Please prove me wrong. Good. He did not take, he did not take, he did not take over in the fourth quarter. He was on Wiggins Island and he just, he didn't, he wasn't aggressive and he tried to go get the basketball. So, Tatum, you're not him. I feel like, um, I feel like we're really being prisoners of the moment. This series has been back and forth, back and forth every game. And it's, it's hard not to get caught up in the moment, especially when you have two days off game to game. But, you know, we've seen the Celtics team bounce back multiple times. And until they prove me wrong, I'm not going to full-fledged panic and say that the series is over. The game was pretty demoralizing, though. Um, especially when you're up. I want to say we were up four with, like, four minutes left. And then Steph Curry and the Warriors went on a 7-0 run, 7-0 run. But, I mean, it's a demoralizing loss. I mean, but they had their demoralizing loss in game one. So you just regroup, go back to Golden State, and try to escape with a win. If not, come back to Boston, tie the series up, and then you got a game seven. But, I mean, we all expected this series to go six. I don't think anybody said anything crazy like Warriors in five or Warriors in four. Oh, check the tape. I might have said that. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, you know, as a Celtics fan, it hurts to watch that game and the way that we lost. But you can't really lose the faith when they've done this the whole playoffs. Uh, bad losses and coming back to end up winning. So until they show me something different, I won't panic. <coughs> Brandon, what's right? I don't know, Brian. He said he said Tatum, not him. But I really think it's just it's it's Wiggins, really, because they said they said Luca wasn't. They said Luca was him, and he ran into Wiggins, and he wasn't him. And this, you ever seen like the little uh, thing where the I don't know what it's called, but like the angel of death goes from door to door to door. That's Wiggins. Wiggins has just gone from the first the series Reaper. to the last. He's the Grim Reaper. Uh, okay. Okay. And to put up seventeen and sixteen, I think is really legacy defining. Like we can talk about Steph Curry because Steph Curry. I mean, this is it's expected. It's Steph, but to see a young guy like this again, he's still twenty six, so he's pretty young in his career. What year did he come into? If that doesn't matter, yet. at twenty six. <laughs> younger than Buddy Hill, so <laughs> at 26 to see what he's doing and, and growing, um, it really is excited as a Warriors fan to see. <laughs> wow! Wow! Nah, to, wow. <laughs> to see what that team could look like, like with Steph Curry, like I wouldn't say aging out, but it still clearly looks like he's in his prime, and with maybe Draymond and Clay aging out and seeing Moses and um, Jonathan and James Wiseman as potentially their new starting five, and then putting. Inserting Jordan Poole into there, are like with Steph Curry. Are you implying that Wiggins is going to ascend as the, the next star of the team, lead the team? That's. <laughs> that's not right. That's a triple No, no, no. He doesn't have to step in as the next star of the team. He would just be a part of the conglomerate that makes that team still good. You're like, telling me the All Star starter can't. That team hasn't been bad since what? 2005, like the really team bad, was really bad, like two years ago when they got no, the they want to no, a team with injuries is not a really bad team. Oh, okay, my that like you can't. If Steph Curry plays five games, 
Yeah, my fault. I mean, they had so the last time. Yeah. But no, you don't. Know, last time they were bad, like 2010, 2011. Yeah, they were bad. Yeah. Then they, then they did the, what, the four years. You're points. You can coast and you can really develop. And it's like, you got Miami, you got the Celtics. The Celtics don't really be bad. You got maybe the Lakers. They don't, they don't be no, bad. The Lakers, well, the Lakers had that run. Yeah, they, they had the Kelly run. But it's just, it's, it's good organization. And I think the Warriors have solidified themselves as a good organization. To where you probably don't see them becoming bad. Maybe ever again. Mm-hmm. Never. <laughs> I'm serious. I don't ever again. The Heat have never been bad. He have never been bad. No, the Heat were bad Wade. enough to get Dwayne Wade. The Heat were bad. The Heat, the Heat were bad. They were, they were still a damn near expansion team. You think them white side Heat teams were good? They were. In what they they drafted Michael Beasley number two. Do you think they were good? Do you think they were good? What year did they draft Michael Beasley? Oh, 2008. Then they got LeBron. Two years ago. Yeah, they didn't make. No, they did. They did. They were 45 and 37 the first round. Seven year before, I think it's really a conglomerate. If a team is good for twenty five years, and we show in a year where they got Michael Beasley, like I think you're proving my points. <laughs> okay. Right. They drafted Justice Winslow number seven. All right, all right. Number ten. Justice Winslow took a picture of D Wade, like he messed up. But um, remember those. But uh, my main takeaway from the game was how Steve Kerr used Draymond towards the end of the game. Uh, it didn't really keep him in for the whole part, but just as a spark plug off the bench. He couldn't be used at that point because he was basically a liability on the court. So he's using the spark plug, get him in, make some good key passes for the end, and then took him out to put pull back on. Spark plug. Yeah, I was about to say, I think Steve Kerr, like the biggest takeaway was like Steve Kerr finally doing what needs to be done. Because um, like Clay, Clay and Drake cannot, I mean, my fault, Drake and Louie can't play together like for extensive, like for extended period of time just because they're really easy to guard for, this, uh, for the Celtics. But, um, man, like, I'm already imagining. I know his pot has going to be crazy because that sequence at the end, the, like, found Curry for the three, then got the rebound. Or not, not even before he got the rebound, had a really good skip pass to Wiggins, who uh, hit Clay in the corner, then he gets the rebound again. They reset, and then he gets the, like, drop-off pass to Looney. Um, uh, he, I mean, like, he's, he's played horribly through, like, these last, like, six to eight quarters or whatever. <clears throat> Don't get me wrong, but... He came through in the end, has some clutch plays. I think coming out of that time, I like surprisingly Kerr made the right decision to put it right <clears> just because it got really close. And also, and the, even more of a takeaway is like Steph Curry just had his greatest playoff game ever, in my opinion. Okay. I think that's his greatest one. He's, I mean, he's looking down 3 1 and he, he puts up that performance too. Shout out Wiggins too. Big, like, big time performance on that stage. Yeah. Horse Grant. Ask about that man, Dennis Rodman. Like, that's a bad man. That's, that's an all star like, starter for you. I think we, the whole playoffs, Andrew Wiggins has been the second option. Second option, working on the Warriors. If you look at the games he's, he's been putting up, what did he put up? Versus Denver, I want you to tell he almost me. put up damn near 30 uh, on to the match. He's been the second option. One game over who? Over, over Jordan Poole. Yes, no, Jordan Poole is a bench player. No. He started. Man, Jordan Poole, Jordan Clarkson, Tyler Hero. Shot attempts? Or do I need, need I say more? I understand what you're Buddy saying. Buddy Hield. Why do you keep bringing up Buddy Hield? Because we can keep saying names. Right now, I'm not saying Jordan Poole can't get better, but right now, those are not second option players. But Andrew Wiggins is. 
Technically, he's the second option on the Heat. No. Technically, he's the first option in the regular season. The playoffs, he got hurt. He was the first option in the regular season. Yeah, yeah when Jimmy was hurt. Yeah, would you so know? That's when Jimmy. <laughs> Y'all just. No, the second option. The second option. Dilo was the first option of the Warriors at one point. True. Because Curry was hurt. Yeah, but the year before, Dilo had shown that he's he could have been a first option on a playoff team. Playoff. Playoff yeah. team. Like, like we're in the like, like, let's, let's talk about the finals. But let's talk about this game, though. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, let's, like, let's, talk, let's talk about this game. Was your first yeah. option for one year? Who? Dilo? Yeah, now he's a third option. <laughs> Wait, he played for the Lakers. He wasn't in the first option on the Lakers? It was Kobe. Wasn't Brandon Ingram the first option? I don't think he was. Brandon Ingram. Brandon Ingram. Brandon Ingram. Oh, okay. Brandon. D-Lo probably had the ball in the most on that and team. Was so it not Kobe? Like, D-Lo rookie year was Kobe. <laughs> oh, Kobe. But Kobe not Jack. Kobe was not good. D-Lo be the first. Come on, now. Nick Young was second option? Julius Randle was on that team. Possibly. No. All right. That Lakers pipeline kind of crazy. That's a lot of talent throws. Zubac, we, we, we scout so well on that we, team. We have our free agency so bad. No, no, no. You scout well too. You know, you got guys like Austin Reeves and Tyler Horton coming up. You got Sharif O'Neal. Yeah, one of those names is Tangled. Sharif O'Neal and Tangled. Sharif O'Neal and Tangled. Them two points per game from college, but they go crazy in the G League. That's that good. What they call that? Nepotism? Oh, yeah. I didn't even know he, he was draft eligible after putting up those nah, numbers. If, if the Lakers even try to bring him to training camp, I don't even know. Yeah, I mean, was, why are you surprised? He has a workout. Didn't y'all get a steal with Stanley Johnson? <laughs> Not nobody <laughs> said that. <laughs> I don't, don't say that. <laughs> I didn't let us get started. But realistically, <laughs> realistically, I don't want to go too much into the Lakers, but let's right. be real. Okay. In order to get the fans excited for next season, you have to change something up, you know? The head coach. Definitely have. I know, but look, you have to understand that the more that you change things, the stuff that's already there that you can't change, like Russell Westbrook, Anthony Davis, and LeBron James, because that's your big three. Um, I mean, that's not a rope, that's the big three. Big Ten, come on, Sally. No, I'm talking about big two and a half. Names. Those are three of the biggest names in the league. (laughs) And those three players are going to be there. So, in case things don't work out, you need exciting young players who have a big name. In association with the franchise. Oh, Matt, Matt Sharif O'Neal coming into training camp. Oh my God! Buzzworthy <laughs> news for the Lakers. Matt, 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 you are sick. Does he play for the Bulls now? Matt McClung? No, Matt McClung. He's, he's on the Lakers G League team. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Did I thought, didn't the Bulls call him? They, I think he did. Yeah, he's back on the G League. Wow. He went back. Mac McClung. So is he? He going to be a training camp? Yeah. Those Mac McClung, Sharif O'Neal, double lives. Crazy. Look at the pipe Laker. Alex Caruso. He got Austin Reeves and then Mac McClung. That Lakers bench after seven. Oh my goodness. Why are you saying after seven? Who's off the bench? After two, it gets bad. I thought it was. LeBron and AD. Because Malik's not going to be back next year. Russell Westbrook is a free agent. What did Darwin say about Malik? Malik's probably going to get priced out. One of the best talents our league has ever Malik seen. Malik can't get priced out. He didn't play on You know what? He didn't like. He is. The words you know he, he said. He, he said it a certain way like that for a reason. All right. No more about the Lakers, though. They, yeah, have, they haven't played in three I have a whole okay. all season. Yeah. We can get back to the, the legacy-defining game that Steph Curry put up. All right. How do the Celtics adjust? They didn't. There we go. No. Going into the game, how do they adjust? I mean, obviously... Well, Brian, I think, I think it's things. I think it, wait, 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 wait. I'm about to say, I, we'll, go, we'll go to Jalen after this. But as, as, as Jalen said in the previous podcast episode, it's going to come down to turnovers. Yeah. Celtics had 16 or more turnovers um, today. And we saw, and we see when the Celtics turn the ball over more than 15 times, they can't win a game. When they turn the ball over less than 15 times, they can win a game. So I think it's just very simple, just taking care of the basketball. 
How do you feel about the end of game rotations? <laughs> We're saving this. We're saving this. Go ahead, Jay. What are we oh, saving nah. it for? No, we don't, come on. <laughs> yeah. This is today. What can the Celtics do to address? Yeah. On the screens, they have to step up on Curry. They let Thank him you. Just Thank step you. in the threes over and over. I mean, it's, well, I've been told by people here they, they're not going to drop cover. But whatever they're doing, no, they're doing drop cover. Yes, at, watching that first game, over. look, look, watching the first game, it's like, no way they're really doing drop coverage. That's why we said they've that. They've been doing that for a while. But look, after four they, games they, and you they, see they that Robert Williams and Al Horford aren't coming up, it's, a, it's like, oh, so they really are, like, purposely doing that. I mean, and who will be setting the screens like? Draymond? Draymond alluded. What we forget Draymond. is that and also, Wiggins I mean, Draymond, Draymond Roll, man, you got to cover Draymond Roll. As a guard, <laughs> and as a point guard, Steph Curry has one of the highest percentages in the paint, like finishing. I agree. If you look at Very it. Very true. So, them running drop coverage is also because, even though he's shooting probably like 40, 50% from three, it's damn near guaranteed if he gets to the paint as well and he gets past them. Okay, I not, disagree with you, you there, Brandon. Crazy. I only, it's not. He's shooting like 60%. Yeah, so, but, but you, I'd rather go two than three. Exactly, say, and plus on the value of the shot, you got it. And his sixty percent isn't sixty percent against Robert Williams. Oh my god! You said wide open layups. Those aren't those aren't wide open layups. If he's if, 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 if no, I'm saying if Robert is in drop coverage, he's not. He showed early in the first first quarter. Robert Williams had a block on Steph trying to drive past him. So Steph isn't driving past Robert Williams early in the game. He is. I disagree. I disagree about the about the point though because I feel like the. What the Celtics are trying to do is avoid the four on three. Is trying to avoid the four on three um, offense, where you obviously blitz Steph Curry and then he just throws it to the middle of the floor. Usually Draymond, and then he can either make yeah, a decision. Does what? He either he either scores he or has, passes to the corner. Yeah. Well, you saw yeah, but, but but you saw against but you saw the Dallas series. He was he was either doing lobs to Looney or Wiggins. He was scoring or he was looking to pass. The Dallas defense a lot. But look, look, look. But, but he, what they were doing was blitzing Curry. That's in what the fourth quarter, that's what Draymond did in that one possession where he got the ball. Draymond, Draymond, Looney. You got basically for Draymond to do it the whole game. Yes, that's what we're saying. That's, that's what I'm saying. You have to do. You have to trap stuff and force Draymond. But that's what he likes doing. But my but my point is, is but my point is I think the Celtics are trying to avoid just having an easy roll, easy roll, and then an easy layup. That's why they're. So I'm not saying I'm not saying they should play drop coverage. I'm just saying I think that's why they're trying to like stay with the man and. It's leading it's to them playing drop though, for the most part. Because, like, everybody, for the South, I mean, not all, not, not 100%, because obviously you're going to open looks, but yeah. that, that that lineup, the line they put out on the floor, majority of the time, like, at least three or four of the players have the foot sweeps to recover. Like, obviously, Al Horford getting caught on the screen, he's going to get, or drop, like, drop, he's going to get cooked because he's not going to be able to close out in time. But for, like, if Wiggins is setting the screen and one that Jason's guarding him, like, they can they can kind of play that, that 50-50 ball where they're, like, kind of playing the pass and also just, like, getting up to recover. So it's it's weird. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, the way Jeremiah's playing right now, he's, like, in a funk. You don't want him to get in a rhythm where he's just basically operating off that high pick and roll. They blitz staff. He just lobs it over there, and he can get into the rhythm. It's, I, it's weird. Literally. I have a feeling we may be discussing defensive adjustments a little too much. I'm watching this game. The Celtics were up 94 to 90, I believe. I yeah. want to say four minutes left. They scored three points the rest of the game. Yeah, three points in the last five minutes. Yeah. What, I mean, that's, that's kind of easy to explain. But look, if, if the Warriors only score 107 points in the game, that is a game that the you Celtics, who have the number one offensive efficiency since January, that is a game that they should win. <laughs> and so, as a team that has the number one offensive efficiency and is it number one defensive efficiency as well since January? Yeah. 
a game where you hold the Golden State Warriors with Stephen Curry to 107 points is a game you should go home feeling like we played well enough on defense. Yes, there are defensive adjustments you can make to try to hold them to less than 107. But the game plan in this whole series, and it has worked in the first three games, Steph is going to do what Steph does. If the others don't beat you, then it's too little too late. Andrew Wiggins had 17 to 16 today. 16 rebounds, offensive, defensive, that was ridiculous. And certain things, that's those are the adjustments you can make on the defensive end. Boxing out, closing out on shooters, but... I don't really know if the defensive strategy is what lost us this game. I really feel like what lost us this game is being on offense and you have your superstar, Jason Tatum. I'm not going to go as far as saying that Jason Tatum isn't him because he's shown us too many times. He showed us last game the way he can close out a game. I'm not going to just quit on Jason Tatum off of this one game, but he is in the wrong for sitting in the corner at a time where his offense needs a bucket. We were hooping today. Um, you know, we we also play basketball. We're, you know, we're not the best, but we played multiple games and we were tired, you know. Um, and we, we're nowhere near the talents that Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, those type of guys are. But if I see that my team needs a bucket, I feel that I need to go get the ball. And that's what I was going to ask. This is first. getting cut. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> that's that's it. It. But then, why are we cutting but this? That's what I was going to ask you, Chris. In my experience. But, Chris, what I was going to say is. How many hymns do you see deferring to their second to their second I don't, be, I don't, to the second best player that much I don't, on offense? I don't know. Who's don't the know. second best player on offense? Jalen Brown. Jason Tatum is the most skilled offensive player on the Boston Celtics. And he did not he sat we saw we sat and watched him multiple times go down the court and sit in the corner. There he was waiting for a screen sometimes, or he would just sit there and let Jalen Brown cook or try to let Marcus Smart cook. And that's not the recipe to winning a finals exactly. game against the Golden oh, State Warriors. So that's why. So that's why. It's Andrew Rikers Island. So that's why. Actually, how many was, but Andrew's you? Island wasn't their last game because Jason Tatum was getting past him multiple times in the fourth quarter for easy layups. Yeah, I like Tatum wasn't attempting shots. He shot the ball twenty three times and made eight of them. How many times in the fourth quarter? How many times in the fourth quarter? That's what we're talking about. We're talking about the fourth quarter, and he was eight for twenty three. Let's say he did attempt shots. You saying he should attempt twenty eight shots? Yeah. Yeah. When you see the offense is stagnated and the Warriors are on a 7 0 run and then you can't score until Al Horford hits a corner three, a lot of the time, Jason Tatum getting the ball, he's shown in game one, even when he shot terribly. If he's involved in the offense enough to play make for others, get wide open looks, the offense was so bad, we were often taking Marcus Smart fadeaway threes with the shot clock running down, Jalen Brown dribbling off his ankle, getting ripped mm-hmm. by Nemanja Bialica. Mm. Stuff like that is why you need the ball in Jason Tatum's hands because in this series, he has not only been your best, well, I want to say best, best player because it's been up and down, but he's been your best playmaker the whole series. And if you need buckets, you can't have the ball, not have the ball in his hands exactly. because he's been the best playmaker for us. And we saw that in Jason game. Tatum. And we also saw that in game three down the stretch when he was able to make plays for other guys and get and um, help guys make Big shots late in the game, so Tatum, you your best scorer, any best player. We need a point. That's the a way he's teams. played this. That's the way he's played this. Game one, he had thirteen. Game one, he had thirteen assists. Game three, he had what good. seven or eight assists. I mean, but what, a lot Maybe. of times, what you'll see in uh, if you go back in history, like years and years, a team. It's hard for a team to win if you have a player that does it all. Because honestly, like one, Marcus Smart is a great defender. But at a certain point, it's like uh, he has a threshold for the height of a defender that he can guard where it'll be so effective. So when it comes to like 6'8 and above, then 
you switch it on to Jason Tatum because I believe Jason Tatum is a better defender probably than Jalen Brown. Yes. Um, and yes. then you have him being the person that passes the ball the most. You have the one that shoots the ball the most, and it's probably arguable that he is the best dribbler on the team at this point. But are you really That's asking him argument. to do everything? Because in the in the series, no, no, no. I'm oh, not oh, saying you're asking in the, him. in the series against the Bucks, you had Al Horford guarding Giannis, so that takes away your six eight point. And then and against the against the Heat, you had Marcus Smart basically guarding Jimmy. So, but my my thing is, no, no, no. It doesn't Mark. take away from the six eight point. What is Jimmy like? He's a fake six eight. But if we go back, yeah, if we go back, I'm just saying in terms of like if you go back in history and you look at teams where a person had to do everything, they transcended once they were able to get somebody who was able to like take the load off of them, whether it was anywhere. And honestly, you can't fault him for that. I don't think you can fault Jason Tatum for what he's doing. Like if he's taking on all this loading, has to be the playmaker and everything. Yeah, Wiggins had him strapped up, but it was like. He was probably just exhausted. You got 23 shots through like three quarters. It's exhausting. And we were seeing the same thing with Giannis. We were seeing the same thing with Giannis before where it was like it looked exhausting to him because he was just running down the court head first and just trying to make everything happen. We saw with LeBron before he got the players that he got. He was doing the same thing. Um, Honestly, we're probably seeing it with Luka now. And it's just like we're getting to the point where Michael Jordan had to get somebody too. Everybody has to get somebody unless you're like really – on your own, and usually when that happens, it's like a big man type of thing, um, where you can't do it. Like it, it's impossible. I will say this: I don't know whether it's about Jason Tatum getting that guy, or if that guy just has to get better at doing the other things that Jason Tatum is already good at. Jalen Brown is there, and whether you we like it or not, win or lose, the Celtics are two wins away from winning the finals. We lose the series, we lost because we couldn't win two more games. Jalen Brown is the guy who needs to take that next step. In order for them to truly be, maybe, if if we win, which is still a possibility, I don't know why everybody's acting like the series is over, but Jalen Brown still could be that guy to where, if he gets better, we could return to the finals next year. Because if he gets better as a playmaker, gets better dribbling the basketball, which is what we've all seen, yeah, he needs to work on that this summer, gets better at scoring in isolation, that that will come. And making better, better decisions. Yeah, making better decisions off the, off the jump, off the different screens, different actions that they have going on. If Jalen Brown gets better at those things, he is that guy. It's not many players that you're going to get that are actually available that are better than Jalen Brown. Brown. Yeah, and I'm not I'm not saying it has to come from, like, outside of the house. It's just, okay. like, it, it has to come from somewhere. So if it's, like, if the dude Jalen Brown is turning the ball over. And so if we win the finals. It will be because of Jalen Brown did. It won't be. We saw that I think Tatum is, like. So he's like, gonna Tatum make just Tatum. So he's no, gonna it's make not that he's going to make the jump. It's because, no, it's already been there, but there's a lot of games where it's we get consistent. to, yeah, where we get to games not like this where people look at Tatum and it's like, what more can you do? But it, if we need a player to play 100% perfect every single game, and it's like... But is it really so about great. playing perfect or being consistent? Because you do remember that Jalen's X factor was Jason Tatum's consistency. And, but Jalen Brown is not afraid to lose. I think Jason Tatum's afraid to lose ball games. Okay, you okay. think so? I think a lot of times. Yes, I think he's afraid to. Jalen Brown will go and try and put a one on one isolation on Bejalika and, and turn the ball over. And you Tatum doesn't that. try? And that's what we just watched the game where he touched the ball maybe four times in 12 minutes. He was struggling. He clearly sees he's not helping. It's not like but you, you got to understand if you're struggling as a matter, player and you the best player on the team. 
I don't want Donovan Mitchell. I don't want to mention Fairhaven. Oh my God! Wait, go Nate. Go Nate. Read for seventeen games. Let me just but me and Jason Tatum were shooting similar percentage. And Devin has stopped me from going to get the ball. Go ahead, Dave. Go ahead. Let me just let me just say this. Like, and respond. First of all, with the JV thing, I don't think he's a bad dribbler per se. I just feel like he'd be he'd be doing too much like a ceremony. It's like I feel like he'll be going to that swing like in traffic. That that's just like, more I want to address now. But the real for the one thing I wanted to say though is like this conversation about like JT not being enough. Or like he's like he's he's like the inconsistency or not. Like he's not receiving the same attention on defense. Like the, the attention Jay uh, Brown is receiving is like completely different than JT. Like if he's driving, if he gets like anywhere in the paint, they're collapsing on him immediately. Like Jalen Brown has had, and this is not detriment to him. He's still like a great offensive player. But Brown has had like a ton of opportunities just to operate one on one, whether that be he gets a mismatch on Draymond or just operating on like any perimeter defender. So I feel like it's different. At the end of the day, though, like I'm, 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 I don't think anybody mentioned this, but like. Tatum had like six turnovers today, right? So like if you look at the end of game stretch where Tatum's in the corner, like that may have just been a call from the sideline from like the the coaching staff where it's just like, yo, Brown, like Tatum, like just operate right now. That, that may that, that very well could have been that's a crazy, I would hope not. That's, that's a, a terrible disgusting call. That's call. a crazy call. No, it is, but at the same time, if you're looking at like the flows and webs of the game, if, like Tatum's not getting into a rhythm, meanwhile, like Brown played pretty like actually played like really well this game. It's like, you know, give it to the guys like going. Like the Warriors have done that with the big four. Where it's just like if Katie's, like Katie has a night rolling, Steph has a night clay, it's just like. But they don't have them players. They don't have them players. That's my point. That like Jalen Brown's that quality of an offensive player where it's like he, can, can, he can get, he can, like, he can get you a bucket like game. When, you but when, do you, to JB? when, when do you determine like. Okay, so clearly the Jalen Brown stuff isn't working. Yeah, we were on the end of the game. We had three points. In the last was and he literally dribbled off his leg at one point Ooh. on the Elisa. When nobody's working at the end of the game, you got to have your best player lose the game. I'm sorry. They're, they're either going to lose yeah. or they're going to win it. You got to have it happen. Because if it's the Jazz playing and they down 10 points and you just start giving the ball to Jordan Clarkson because he's hot. I think that's, that just that's, looks that's crazy. Not, that's not a fair comparison, though, because Jordan, there's, there's a clear scarcity between Jordan Clarkson and Jordan. Wow. Offensively? Come on, man. Between Jordan Clarkson and who? And Dr. Mitchell. No, 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 no. What are you trying to do? He's trying to compare that to Jalen Brown and Jalen Brown. I'm saying the offensive uh, prowess of Jordan Clarkson. Let me finish. Of Jordan Clarkson and Jalen Brown is. Pretty similar in terms of just getting buckets. No. I'm saying the defense, the defense, and everything else is really what uh, catapults Jalen Brown as a better basketball player. Mm-hmm. But, but in but terms Tatum's of, better defender. you mean no, Tatum, right? No, 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 no. I'm saying I'm speaking between Jalen Brown and Jordan Clarkson. No, no, no. I'm saying in terms of offense. Okay. I'm saying if you have Jordan Clarkson, Jordan Clarkson be playing at the end of games, even though he's a six man. The same thing with like a Tyler Hero or a thing like that. If they are not working or they're working okay and you're losing leads and you're still running offense through them, you got to go to the best player and lose the game through that best player or win the game. See, this, this, would, this wouldn't be the greatest comparison, obviously, but like even like with Kawhi and PG, like there's a there's even a hierarchy there, but like you know that Kawhi well, is going to take well, over late in the game. Well, well if we're talking about playoff serious. basketball, if we're talking about playoff basketball, a lot of that came with the Clippers when Kawhi was healthy. Was when PG was shooting six for twenty five from the field. Now, if you're going, so to you, make, you're saying you're going to give the ball to PG over Kawhi? I'm game? not trying to put the cape on right now. You're not giving the ball to Paul George. 
You take it out of the name, he's doing well, you take it out of the name. If Paul Jordan is doing well, I think that's where we're getting the, the misconception at. The misconception, y'all keep saying doing well. When we got to the end of the game, Jalen Brown was not doing well. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying if both of them players are not doing what they're most capable of, you got to lose through the best player. So if Jalen Brown's not playing his best, and we know Tatum is better, then let Tatum do it. I can respect the series. It's not about the series. It's about about they was up four, and now they losing the game by six with two minutes left. I can respect the point. I can respect the point. I can respect the point that Nate made, but the Celtics were constantly back, like continuing four minutes, and you only scored three points trying to. Run the offense. Yeah, Marcus Smart. Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart running the offense because Jason Tatum isn't quote unquote on. I think I I, I can understand you doing it for a couple possessions. Issue shouldn't be that Jalen Brown has the ball. It should be that Marcus Smart has the ball. That should be the no. The issue should be that Jason Tatum doesn't have the ball. It doesn't matter who else has the ball. Go get the basketball. We've been saying this since game seven. Especially the way that he closed out last game. I mean, Wiggins on him. What can I say? You switch, you switch and get Curry on you. And what was really crazy was watching game two. Because Tatum was hunting. We was watching game two, and Tatum was hunting Curry too. But he would get in the post while they was down in the game, and he didn't want to lose the game, and he would pass the ball back out the post. And then in game three, he was actively hunting. He was actively hunting Steph while they were already up. That's all I'm gonna say. You saying he's a front runner? Is that what you're trying to say? Amen. I'll say this: He's got the game lock pulled up. Like Brown didn't play that bad in the fourth, but also like going into this game. Brown has scored the most points in the fourth in the fourth quarter in all. No, I'm serious. There's I'm like, 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 like Jalen Brown actually. What are his splits though? No, no, no. He's he's just, he's the game just, log isn't going to show Jalen Brown taking all because he didn't no, take he didn't true. take all the shots. He yeah. was initiating the offense though, and if he's initiating the offense, and there's no, say, what's the there's usage, no, what's the usage, usage rate between those two in the fourth quarter? I don't know if the usage rate doesn't matter because we saw Jason Tatum in the no, no, I'm asking because I feel like if you look at their usage rates, Tatum obviously has a higher usage rate than Jalen Brown over the three games. That's what I was trying to say. But in so that, even in that case, it's still more than the more than the box score because Jason's still the guy initiating the offense. That's what I, I'm saying. I, I agree. It's criminal that like Tatum didn't touch the ball like like, like two minutes or less. But my point is like the logic behind like, and I'm 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 just I'm just assuming this is probably like this is from the from the sidelines where it's just like okay, JV, go get you a bucket or do whatever. Like he's shown like in the fourth quarter in the postseason, he is that guy. That's that's the, I'm not I'm not trying to say like oh Tatum not touch the ball is fine, but I can see like. If, if, if I'm EMA, I'm not, I'm not rationalizing this, but I'm saying like a possible train thought could have been like, Tatum's not in a rhythm, Jalen Brown's been playing well for the majority of the game so far, even though he's struggling in the fourth, I know what he can do in the fourth. I'm, that's, that's, just, that's just my thought. Yeah, no, really, we understand. The thing with the Celtics is it's, it's been a 1A, 1B thing. Yes. Up in, I want to say up until the last two years, Jason has taken a step, but the difference is the yeah. offense often still operates. As the one eight one, it's the my turn, your turn. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and at the end of the game, if Jalen is having the better game, I can understand you give him two, three possessions, go work. But after that third possession, and the offense isn't doing anything at all, because we're talking about from the four minute mark where Jason yeah. Tatum was not touching the ball, and if he was, he was passing it out of it because he would dribble to the to the paint, look, pass out the, the ball. Log, dude. It looked crazy. But the game log, <laughs> the game log doesn't show no. who's taking the shots though. It does. It doesn't mean it doesn't show that Jalen Brown is taking the shots because he's the one initiating the offense. He's initiating the offense, making the pass to other people who are ending up throwing up into the shot clock shots. Like, does the game log show when the shots are taken? Yeah. yeah. Oh, and it shows the misses on the mix. He took like he took four shots, Jason Tatum, in the fourth quarter. 
He made the first one at 11 minutes, and he missed <laughs> all three until like three minutes and 50 seconds. This was the last two. time he took a shot, yeah. yes. Right. That was the last That's time he took a shot. Three minutes and 50 seconds was the last time he took a shot. And then Marcus Smart took a fadeaway three. He's saying LeBron got the rebound and then gave it back to Marcus Smart. So what did that say? Exactly. So y'all are agreeing with us. I was always agreeing with oh, you. Oh, that was yeah, that was that was Brandon's whole beginning. I was like, that was Brandon's whole point. That's why I say you start a player. Honestly, just put in Al Horford hand or something. Hey, is he more reliable? Honestly, I mean, run them plays. This whole series, though, Tim has not been shooting the ball well, so it just comes down. No, I'm, but it doesn't. It doesn't come I'm down to just shooting. I'm not talking about the like, what just happened lately, like two minutes left. I'm just saying, like moving forward, like Tatum is not shooting the. And obviously he's averaging thirty, like coming off a loss. So it's like we'll see what he does next game. But though, and they, I understand. Come and they, I understand so that. But even in, but even in like game three, the size of the Celtics win or not, right? Yes. Yeah, no. but even oh, yeah. He goes as far as today. He's that type. Yeah, he goes as far as but I'm saying, like, but even in game, but I'm saying, but even in game three, <laughs> down the stretch, it wasn't just Tatum scoring. It was some facilitator for other people to get yeah. get shots. So well, I'm, that's the only reason why I'm like it's not just scoring with Jason. Mm-hmm. So like. As Brandon said, you gotta li- you gotta die you gotta live and die with your best player. I'll say this: if I mean, the others are playing the way they have this series, yes, the Celtics win based on how Jason Tatum plays. Mm-hmm. But Derek White had what twenty? The others yes, have been playing well. Yes. The others have played well. Even it, it was the three. Threes. Who Derek White? Matt, Derek, Derek White had a few threes though. Derek was split. Oh, yeah, he, was, he was three for five on threes okay. and four for twelve shooting all around. Also, it's uh, this is I mean. You need Derek White. There's third best player. He changed the tone. Derek White is not the third best player. We're also we're also talking about like a, in games we lose. Go ahead, Derek White. Um, not I was gonna say like we we also like we're talking about like the last two minutes, but I think also another thing to consider is like this is the first year in the finals. Like even for me, I'd be forgetting that. Right. No, it, we, I, I, I understand. I understand that, but they also but they yeah. But they've been in deep. Thank you, Jalen. Thank you, Jalen. LeBron was in the But it's not been LA's finals, though. It's a little different. It is, but they but they've been battle tested for the most part. I understand what you're saying, well, my point, especially with this playoff run. This I, I playoff say, run yeah, definitely it is, should have prepared them. Yeah, but go they, ahead, go ahead. It was not battle tested. This playoff run. They was not. Game seven, Miami. Miami, Milwaukee. Then you won't hear about no Tyler. Let's look at the Lord. Giannis, no Chris Middleton. It's like, I know y'all playing the first round. Kevin Durant. 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 Kevin I understand y'all made fun, but y'all gotta act like he has some type of has some gauntlet or something. No, no, no. We need to go into Milwaukee in Game Six. We need to go take some ball. We played teams with finals of series. Tatum had to drop forty six for us to just get Game Seven. It took it took Jason Tatum dropping forty six and Grant Williams having the best game of his life to get to Miami, bro. Man, they talking like Milwaukee, like this. They had to walk into Milwaukee, like man, y'all need. So crazy about yeah, Miami, the, the champions. We're, we're <laughs> the second best player that team. But look, we're, we're, no, we're, game seven was when we walked in. Game six about? is when we walked in. Game six is when we walked in. That's what I was but saying. Game we seven had to go Miami 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 down because y'all know Miami fans like we showing up. But <laughs> no, but go ahead, Dave. Go back. Milwaukee fans at least show up to the games. Nah, I have to say. I was I was just gonna say like like I think there are battle tested like the previous years and like this is a combination of like for Tatum and Brown and Smart and the rest of that court has been there for a while, but. 
But the, it, I, don't, I, I don't find it that crazy. Like a young, obviously they should not. You don't make any mistakes against the Warriors because you saw what happened. Right. We're look. I was like, we're looking at the last two minutes. But I think like obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. Taylor is criminal. Taylor to get the ball. The shot selection was like very questionable. But they're not even in that situation if they just don't take care of the ball. And like you mentioned with the fit, like the fifteen turnovers and whatnot, but and they've been doing that all playoffs. Yeah, so exactly. that's all. That's, I think that's all it really is. Like even with Tim like struggling back, we saw in a game when he still had thirteen assists. Like he's still capable of having those flashes, even if he's having like bad shooting night, which exactly. he's had more often than not. It's just cut down, cut down the mistakes and damn turnovers. They will, they would have won this game honestly. See, I would, turnovers, it's I would yeah, agree with, I would agree with the idea. I would agree with the idea of the finals. You know them being young in the finals, but I don't think we're surprised by any of the mistakes they're making. And even because oh, yeah. Jason Tatum being inconsistent is literally something we mentioned before. I'm playing, but I'm saying they've been the turnover thing has been the whole playoffs, so we're not surprised. Horford done played the most since games my, ever. Since Without making it to the finals in the playoffs, so he got a lot of experience. <laughs> I'm saying, like, who won the team? Wait, he was that that got smacked by Derek White, the best record. Hey, Bridget. Derek White, didn't he? He no. wasn't. He, he wasn't. He was in the finals. Derek White. No, he wasn't in the finals. But he was. Like, he was drafted in 2017. Uh, that serious. They made the play. Kawhi was my fault. Yeah. As soon as Kawhi left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spurs got in serious. Wait, so was he in the playoffs when they were up 2-0 on the Warriors? I don't, I don't think know. so. Was he playing? I don't know. He was, he was there or he was, was there. he playing? Who knows? Yeah, he, he was there. Are you coming back? I don't know, man. <laughs> he was there. Yeah, he was there when, when Kawhi got hurt against the yes. Warriors. Oh, okay. was, he, that, was he playing, though? I'm pretty sure he played. Winner? Yeah, he's probably looking at him. He was a 28 overall. I'm pretty sure he's like a No, he probably got some brown. I just can't remember. But I imagine, like, it's probably like the Spurs system. That's why he's like, he's ready for this moment. Yeah. I mean, I want to bounce with y'all. I mean, that's not crazy, though. We literally have we literally have two people from the Popovich tree coaching right now. You don't believe in the Popovich The Spurs system got Derek White ready for the moment when Derek White was shooting 12% from three. It's a good podcast. I think we accomplished a lot today. It's getting, it's getting the t- there. Them tired takes, man. It's the tired takes. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's the I want to go back to the turnovers. I mentioned this in our last episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, that has not come out yet. That's so that come. will come out soon, Why right? Why would y'all say that? Uh, <laughs> it is. It is. It's way on it. So, by the time you see it, it'll be out. Yeah. By the time you see it, it's going to be out. Maybe. Duh. If y'all release episode two before one. Exactly. Why would we drop episode two? That's good marketing. No, I'm playing. So... So now, going back, oh, but wait. Episode one coming right after this. Just wait. Just wait on it. On our next episode, you'll see our previous episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, never been done before. The algorithm be like, what episode two on YouTube before episode one? The game four review before the game one preview. Before game one preview. But now, like I said, that's that's a big thing I mentioned. Not as an X-Factor, but something I look towards as like my prediction for the for finals. That the team that gets the most turnovers each game will lose. And that it followed the same trend the past three games. I checked before we started that this game, the turnover dis- differential between the Warriors and the Celtics was about one. Hold on, let me finish. Let me finish. Hold on, let me, let me, let me end out, right? So the, the Warriors had more turnovers, but they still won, right? Yeah. I think that just proves to the point how the collapse of the Celtics in the last four or five minutes really told the story of the game. Because it was pretty much neck and neck. But it was, was out-rebounded by 20, I think. That's, that's what's nasty. That's the other part. An offensive rebound can be seen as like a turnover as well in terms of so really, possession. It's possession then. Yeah. And then also, it's like, if we say, oh, well, the team's won when they had more turnovers, it's like a team played worse, so they lost. It's really like, 
Yeah, I think rebounds. They should score. Because there are lots of teams that still turn the ball a lot and still win. What were, like the yeah, Warriors. The Warriors. Right. Yeah, Warriors, Warriors wins have teams, uh, done teams that turn the ball. Except the difference is the Warriors win while turning the ball. Yeah. But it's also, we lose. When what were the points the in the paint like in this game? The it wasn't game. much. I think it was only from Wiggins. <laughs> no, I'm asking. The Warriors had 38 points in the paint and the Celtics had 32. And that's a big difference there, too. Six points. That's three buckets. No, but let me explain. In game three, they the Celtics doubled up doubled up the Warriors at points in the paint. And they and they dominated in the rebound. They had way more rebounds. They did not. And they did not. You had to offer a while. We're losing the crunch. Real quick, let's see. Warriors can get away with that because of style play. Like they're moving right. the ball a lot more quicker than like on average than the other teams, and they get a lot more possessions per game. So I think it goes time to your point. Like it's going to probably come down to like who has more possessions mm-hmm. and also like who scores on more possessions. No, they get away with it because they got seven Curry. Nah, but that's not. Like, they get more possessions. Don't keep game. Like it's because seven Curry. Probably you can't say Clay. He is. You can't say. I'm top just eight. Eight. I'm the system. He's the top eight. Yeah, the seven Curry system. Yeah, I mean, right. I mean, Steph Curry maximized possession. It's the gravity. Else. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. They come down the court and they gravitate towards him. It's right. just gravity. gravity heavy. The Curry yeah. pool system. There we go. Because pool right. plays the Curry role and pool comes All right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, do y'all still have the same predictions for the rest of the series? Yeah, I'm sticking with it. What's up? Yeah, what's up with Nate? I said Warriors. I'm sticking with it. Finals MVP Steph Curry. He's on the way. I said Warriors in six, and I did say if the series goes seven, I got Celtics. Jalen? I think I said Warriors in five, four. I got to say Warriors in six now. I got to change my pick to Curry. Now. <laughs> oh, wait. Who was your finals MVP? Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson. Oh, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Who was your finals MVP? It was, uh, <laughs> well, here's the thing. I, <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I wouldn't let me say Andrew Wiggins because it's looking real it's looking real it's close. It's still looking slow for him, buddy. I don't know. Se- 17 and 16. When the last time that's been done in the finals? Oh Timothy Moss golf? Last nice year, probably. Timothy Moss. Yeah, Trey Giannis. I would have thought he said Tristan Thompson. Nah, Giannis. Giannis didn't. Giannis probably did. What was it? That's crazy. Do not say that. 50, 18, and 5, not really the same because, like, he did a score. Nah, he put his team in A. He got 50 in the finals. So? And? So? After talking about Devin Booker dropping oh, 40 in the league, he had yeah, 17 free throws. I mean, you give Wiggins 17 free throws, he's knocking down 16. I was thinking 17. Come on. That's man. a great question. And is he making them? Yes. Wiggins and Giannis were shooting really similar. Wiggins might be close to what? 50, 40, 90 if we look at the numbers. Oh, oh, oh my God. God. Oh, he's not. All right. He don't shoot. All right, I had, I had Warriors in six. I had Jordan Poole as the MVP, but... <laughs> also had him dropping 47 in the game. Yeah, that was crazy. Um, there's still... No, that's valid. There's still I'm games left. Man. It's possible. <laughs> he can do a next game and uh, shut the door on y'all. So. He, had, he had his best game. He's, he's not doing that. What was it, game man. two? Yeah, game two. Again. So, so, keep going back to where the women at, for real. Cause, <laughs> it, ain't hey, it ain't much in Boston. <laughs> it's his type of women in Boston. I don't know if it's his type of women in Boston. I forgot what I had, but I'm still say Warriors in six. I might have said it the first time. I still feel that way. So I know I said I said Warriors in six. Oh my god! <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> so I said, are you okay? So I said Warriors in six. I also said that the first four games will alternate. Um, oh, he did say that. So not the right way though. Yeah, not the right way. Yeah, because I had I had to go in the other way. So I had I had go to state winning one. I had go to state winning one and three, but I had them. I did have them alternating the first one. So if that continues, then Celtics win. But I 
With his, I mean, his theory going, of alternating. He's still alternating. That, is, four that is true, but I said oh, they were alternating the first four, and then Golden State was going to win the last two with Steph closing it out of game six. So that's what you think about. That's okay. a, that's so a good I'm, so I'm going to keep. I'm going to keep my what? prediction for now. It's not a good parlay because he would have missed every one. Right. I'm the mad then math because you said they're going to alternate and then Suggs is going to win and then Curry's going to close out game six. But I'm like, that's 3-3. No. I said they're going to alternate the first four. They would win the last two and Curry would close out in game six. Huh? <laughs> look, look, they were alternating. It's getting embarrassing. It's getting embarrassing. Alternate three. one, two, three, four. Yes. And the Warriors win the last two, two. is what he's saying. And in With the last six, game being in game six. Out. He's That's saying the Warriors would have won one and three, and though, six. instead of two and four. But you... No, no, no. So no. Now, <laughs> now in reality, the Warriors won the last You said the Celtics won in game five. No, I didn't. But they would have to win in game five. No, I didn't. The way he worded it. No, no, no. I said... Again, I said Warriors in six, uh-huh. and I said they were going to alternate the first four games. So, then I said Golden State was going to win the last two. Yeah, That's what I said. Okay. 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 I never said the Celtics were going to win game but now five. But they're going to win the You on track right now. I'm confused because... because yeah, I just had an order message. The reason I'm confused is because for them to win the last two, they, uh, it would have to be in seven games. Because if they won the last two now. If we win in six, not, he's not what saying. Like, what are the last two games if you win? If you win in six, no. what are the last two games? Well, he's he's taking up the last two games. Of no, the he's saying in his prediction. Yeah, he must be thinking right in now. He's talking about. I was thinking of today. No, I'm saying. So if you win in six, you win in six. Your last two games are game five and game six. Correct. I'm saying that the Warriors can't. They can't win. They can't win two games in a row and close out in six. It would be winning. It would be winning three. No, it's he's not it saying that's what he thinks is going to happen. What you mean? I'm so confused right now. <laughs> it's two two right now. Yeah, you need two more wins. To they win two. <laughs> they win the last two games. They win five and game six. Then they won the last three games. That's what he he's uh, saying that his initial prediction prediction was off. That's what he said. Oh, because he switched because they were yeah. You had Golden State win a game three. Okay, then that makes sense. Okay, man. If the if the Celtics don't win this series, I don't think they come back. Oh no, it's tanking. It's tanking. Then he come back to the finals. You definitely tanking. Who are they losing to in the East though? What? The East look pretty. It would have to be. It had to be major Milwaukee. Celtics and Bucks might be going back and forth for the next few years. I know this is not going to happen, but if Milwaukee could make it, if Milwaukee could make a move like Drew and Chris Middleton, Milwaukee got it. Wait, wait, wait! Why will Milwaukee make it? All right, that was a great podcast. Because. Milwaukee no. already has the team. Look at from Milwaukee's perspective. Especially when they lost. Hot. It's like they, we have Chris Middleton. We could and we took them to seven. They have a championship team already. This they have Damian Lillard. So they, I think Damian Lillard doesn't play defense. Like, they're they're not, they're they're defenders for Who are they trading for? Who are they trading for? Damian Lillard. He just said Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton. Why would the Blazers accept that? Why would the Bucks accept that? I'm saying there's no way the Bucks accept that. It's not going to be valuable. Now Grayson Allen is playing 40 minutes in the finals. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Hey man. No, that's honestly, fine. Them eight points be moving people sometimes. <laughs> well, it's 121 right now in the morning. Uh, we are gonna wrap it up because the takes are slowly getting more and more delusional. We all tired. It's been a long day, but thank you for tuning into What's Play Podcast episode two. We'll see y'all next time. Make sure y'all like, comment, subscribe. Yes, sir.